0: I am talking with Daniel Platt. So can you tell me a little bit about yourself?
1: Uh, sure. A short version. Um, I was doing... My name is Dan Platt. I've been a resident of Albany for my whole life here in the downtown area. Um, I went to school for architecture between the years of 2006 and 2012, where I started being a political activist, being an interest in organizing radical politics, and in doing so Um, shifted towards uh, some uh, more protest uh, activities to more community projects, infrastructure, uh, in in the grassroots fashion.
0: And uh, what do you do at WCAA Grand Arts?
1: So the title I've given myself is just radio station coordinator, usually general manager is the usual title. Um, but, uh, we want to do it more horizontally, but at the moment I am coordinating kind of station management activities. So mostly, uh, focus on the programming and then maybe I'll shift to other duties. But at the moment I'm, I kind of do one thing at a time, one thing at a time kind of person.
0: So for those who don't know about Grand Street Arts and WCA, can you explain a little bit about what it is?
1: Sure. Um, it's about five-year-old from the starting point, at least going on air, but it's a bit older. Um, there's always been a kernel of an idea in the south end of Albany to have a grassroots radio station. Um, one of our producers just mentioned to me today in a phone call about how there was a group of uh, residents who wanted to have a kind of a black-run um, radio station, but the means weren't really there to do so. Um, Like um, the Center for Independent Media, um, it was in the, in the last uh, 12 years that it's been even allowable through a lawsuit on the FCC that there can be low-power stations. So with that uh, happening, uh, the ability to open a, a, a low-power station, it was Grand Street Community Arts, which was a somewhat established uh, nonprofit doing arts programming, to start a radio station. Um, and then it went from there. So the last five years, it's been on the air um, with roughly a dozen to 15 producers at a, any time. Um, and also, uh, in the last two years, we've been a, become a Pacifica affiliate.
0: Oh, wow, that's cool. Pacifica affiliate. I didn't know that one.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's been really great because... Well, um, before the station went on air, um, first what was organized was a grassroots radio station conference. So that way, when Grand Street started their station, they would have all of this knowledge and expertise, basically listening to the experiences and the tips of other stations, community stations that has that had been around for the last few years, maybe longer because they were a nonprofit station, like a, the main Pacifica stations. And and that was really successful. Had a lot of great workshops, met people, and anyone who was interested in the station at the time was there, as well as um, the first general manager. Would do regular public informational meetings to recruit people. Uh, Yeah, and it was there that Pacifica people were there to represent their station, uh, not uh, their system. Uh, and, the, and the network of how, you know, they have a platform allowing any affiliate station to upload their shows and share them with, uh, with anyone else who wants to uh, download them. So all Pacifica stations can share their content with each other, uh, and that's pretty seamless. It's really good, um, and it allows for a diversity beyond any one station.
0: Cool. In terms of your programming on your station, um, is uh, the most of your programs that air on WCA produced in-house? And what are some of the programs that are produced? You know, Are they arts, news, music, et cetera, and so forth? Yeah,
1: like we, we really try to keep it as various as possible. Um, it's also based on what people come to us. People have their own ideas of what they want to do. Half are music half our news or half a talk. Um, it can be whatever people are interested in. Uh, and that goes for the Pacifica content as well. So it's it kind of feels like half and half um, and we kind of try to keep it that way. Um, it was I felt um, I remember one past GM saying we had 30 producers, but that seems a little high. Maybe it was more around 20. Um, At the moment, we have 12 active producers, and it will soon be 15 uh, by the month's end because I'm slowly bringing people back after the station was down last year for a significant time.
0: Not everything that you guys produce goes onto the Pacifica network? The way you uh, said that? Well, it
1: goes into their system. Um, It's a matter of outreach of whether another station plays it, but it is available.
0: Oh, okay. Um, and then, so why did you guys go off the air for a couple of months? You know, uh, you, you disappeared there for a couple of months.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so it was a matter of, um, like any, uh, grassroots organization, sometimes it's difficult to have consistent leadership right? Yes. Uh, or a consistent team. You know, sometimes it's, uh, people burn out, uh, or people's circumstances change. Right. In this case, um, it was the confluence of. In our first few years, it's, it was rough going because there was always this precarity um, of fundraising and paying for the station, and uh, the station being self-funding, and developing the content, the programming, and the volunteer base. And it was difficult to do one or the other, and anyone who was kind of leading the station, coordinating, general managing, um, found themselves in a position where they had to do one or the other and so but and then was until um COVID actually which allowed certain people who were in, uh, involved or volunteering to really go all in and this was the case of our last in name or at least in practice general manager uh, mr paul smart but he in the uh, intervening year so he was able to do a ton of stuff really quickly because he was doing nothing else like others who were in line. Right. Yeah. Um and he also had a ton of experience in community media, particularly newspapers, but also some radio. And so he was able to do a lot at once, more than was done in the last three years, and attempted to get others up to speed to co-manage things. But um the skill levels are very various and the lockdown was not forever. And this meant that he needed to go back to work and then eventually he develops his own plans to move out of the country. Right. So um, he did his best to train everyone up to kind of fill his shoes, but this didn't really fully happen. But it was also a matter of everyone who is there producing is already putting in 10 to 12 volunteer hours, making their content, or at least putting in effort and man-hour labor hours into, into the programming. right? So it's almost like throwing more volunteer hours on. Right. Um, many like myself did not, were not willing to do that. And I'd, I'd been the lead on other community projects like food, not bombs and, uh, and other things like occupy all of me. And I was really wanted to be kind of, I did not want to be running things. Um, I was kind of, did not want to step up as long as possible. Um, and so despite, um, best efforts, um, he moved and especially because he had less time before he moved. Ah, uh, this left a very large g- gap in um in leadership. Pretty much, uh, there was not quite the step up that he envisioned. Um, so and but then um, things went bad where uh, one of our computers failed. So, without the proper means and infrastructure, tech support, let's say, set up to fix it all, um, it was kind of left to sit until i (laughs) was uh my van was forced to step up and so i've been coordinating since doing my best uh, with those around me because it's not just me um i also rely on everyone else involved um including grand street people and our other producers slowly training them up um, in the months in the last few months so we're really getting there i'm very optimistic slash I have hope, optimism is kind of where you just assume things will work out, right. which could have been where we were at two years ago. Um, now it's a matter of hope. I hope things will working out, are working out. And we also have uh, some uh, local tech help that will solve some of the general issues. So we've changed our software from something that was open source as well. So that was something else that was kind of in play where we were using an open source software, but uh, which, you know, it's good because it's very flexible and it's free. But it also means only 10 people in the country know how to fix problems with it, Um, which was why we ran into a really big wall. So we've changed our software and things are moving forward.
0: So it wasn't just one big problem. It was a bunch of different problems that just ran into a big storm.
1: Yeah. So like, you know, the kind of thing where over a few years things compile where you just kind of ignore, you push aside or you push ahead based on the need to kind of make a project happen.
0: Well, it's good that you're back on the air and I hope that you continue to be on the air. Um, So say someone wants to start a show on your radio station, how would they go and do that?
1: Uh, The best thing to do is contact me. um, But rather um, our main email is W it's grand street arts. What? Sorry. Let me, let me go ahead. Um, It's, it's grand arts. No, 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 wait. I'm sorry, it's it's okay, sorry. No, the good. station email is WCAA at GrandArts.org.
0: WCAA at GrandArts.org. Correct.
1: Correct. And the Wayne website is GrandStreetArts.org, which is where you can find the live stream, as well as some other info, though it's very sparse at the moment. The live stream is the main focus, but there's also the donate page and the ability to be a member um otherwise um i'm the person directing that process of onboarding people um we basically have a basic uh streamlined training process uh for starting a new show and uh, i'm going through that with a team right now who are looking to kind of do a half music half talk show so i'm really hopeful about that
0: cool and one of the shows you play is hudson mohawk magazine on your radio station correct
1: we do um, at least uh, once a day on the weekdays um, in towards the afternoon. No, actually, no. Um, I think I have for some days twice a day, once in the morning, once in the afternoon. Ah, along with a Spanish uh, news show, which is one of the few things that we do really uh, differently than other stations. Spanish? We have some Spanish programming. Yes,
0: Spanish. Hmm, interesting. So it's like a it's a Spanish news program.
1: Yes, I mean we have Spanish speakers in in our tri city area, yeah, don't we?
0: Definitely, yeah. Um,
1: as well, as Spanish as, as well as Latin music and other Latin American themed news shows from the from the Pacifica Network, uh, like ones called Latin Waves. Another is yeah. called Making Contact, which I guess is more labor issues, but um, yeah.
0: So your radio uh, mission statement is creating unity through arts and educating the power of community activism. So how do you stay true to that? How do you make sure that that statement is followed through with? Does it make sense?
1: Uh, no, it's it's proper to ask a question about a mission statement, isn't it? Yes. Um, but I can say that what I can speak to is the desire? My vision for the station is, as far as all of the, we'll take pretty much anyone. Show you want to do something, you want to try something, we'll make space for you. That's grassroots media, um, and to provide a platform for people. That's the art side, the um, and the unity side is the fact that anyone of various skill ability can be a part of it unlike say commercial station or a a college station, which precludes being a student or um, I mean, RPI of course had many non-students doing programs, but that changed. It wasn't guaranteed. Um, We have the the true unity, so to speak. Um, But my vision is also to be a place for news. um, Hudson Mohawk magazine does a great news program. Um, I've, you know, I admire quite greatly. And to have one that's uh, more just either Albany focused or to have quick local news that is maybe uh, just more of a daily presence in people's lives so that people can be truly informed. Um, my, relying on my own experience or my own life, I ran for office and found that everyone's very disconnected from what's going on because there is no shared information network and was, yes there's the word of mouth of i heard this oh did you hear about that happening and there's the times union paper um and there's this or that kind of outlet but it's all very limiting right both in the content and the perspective there's only so much albany politics that the times union or the Hearst paper can cover there's only so many interviews that david lucas of npr can do of wamc right um this is as someone, as someone who is an activist, you know, you can put out your message, but how many are really going to be reached? And that's something that I feel radio, um, especially online, can be reached by everyone. And especially when, if we get the right volunteers to have regular TikToks or other social media stuff, um, as well as the thing that even someone with $5 radio can uh, access.
0: So, featuring talking more about radio, um, it's a question that I ask a lot of radio stations when I do these interviews. Do you think radio as a medium is dying?
1: Uh, it doesn't look that way as far as the creation of new community stations as well as the perseverance of others. Um, I think it's just a matter of funding stream, of how it's paid for. Um, I think slowly all community. Me- I mean, all media needs to be community media, or uh, unless it's covering regional issues, in which case the internet has. You have sub stacks, you have subscription-based, where it's totally uh, the creators are accountable to their subscribers. The subscribers have a particular need that needs filling for the type of reporting, actual on-the-ground reporting, journalism that can be. Uh, you know, it takes a lot of labor. And that's something that people are willing to pay for, should they be able to get it consistently.
0: Right. I don't and agree.
1: similarly, yeah. um, our but besides you know community institutions and small businesses, our station can be funded by uh, grassroots sources. We don't need full grants. Our grant writing at Grant Grant Street is mostly for the renovations of the building, so we have proper facilities. But the operations can definitely be funded grassroots and. And people are listening. People want to listen to their friend or the person they know on the block or the person they are aware of who is doing a show. And if everyone in the neighborhood knows someone doing a show, everyone is tuning in. And that's the kind of community that, well, makes community radio what it is.
0: So within this last minute, is there anything else that people should know about Grand Street Arts or WCAA or anything I didn't ask you? hmm
1: only that i encourage everyone to tune in um we have a full slate of programming both music talk and news um though news is a little more scant especially on the you know is it updated side but that's that's something that needs to be filled in uh in the next year uh, that's a goal of mine um but i do my show which is what's left in albany on uh, tuesdays at eight and i do a, th- a leftist theory show. Uh, Saturdays at noon, which is uh, complete, basically. I've, I've been doing that the last five years, and I finished that show to do the new one. Uh, we have another show called The Hope Shot. The Dialogue is another, um, and, and so on. And then interview shows that are syndicated from previous years by Cynthia Pooler called Focus on Albany. But we also have tons of music shows of various genres, blues, um, to do reggae, lots of reggae. Um, so we have blues hours, we have hip hop, and basically a huge variety. And uh, yeah, so I'll put that, I'll leave it at that.
0: Okay. Uh, and... Check
1: us out. Check us out. Send us an email, drop us a line. We're on Facebook as well. No other social media uh, at the moment since we don't really have a volunteer in charge of it uh so we're kind of behind on a lot of um areas so bear with us but we are here
0: and if people want to get more info where can they find that
1: uh grand street uh, no sorry no street grandarts.org
0: thank you daniel platt for talking with me today mm-hmm. this has been Kayla mcpherson for the Hudson mohawk magazine talking with daniel platt the radio coordinator at wcaa
1: thank you for having me